welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers far and wide. Welcome in to episode number 44 of the Talking the Line podcast, now live on YouTube. If you didn't know and you are listening to the audio podcast version on your favorite directory, now Thank you guys so much for taking a few moments out of your day to come and kick it with the crew on this beautiful Tuesday of bets. Now, before we dive deep into today's action, give you the value that we found today and get ready to cash some damn tickets, take a few moments to smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the TTL pod on, whether it be on YouTube or your favorite podcast directory. If you got the time and you could be so kind, go ahead and smash that like button as well. Leave us a comment, leave us a rating, all that good stuff. We cannot tell you how much we appreciate each and every one of them. And last but not least, if you're looking for more stuff from the TTL crew, check out the bottom in this episode's description. You will find the Talking the Line link tree. Within that link tree, you can locate all of the TTL crew's content so you can consume it however and whenever you please. Ladies and gentlemen, gamblers joining us on today's episode, I am your humble host, Colton, Colt45 Soroka. And as always, it is my pleasure to bring in the man sitting to my left and the man that ventures through the sports books with me day in and day out, hunting for nothing but winners. He's a very happy camper this morning as we are coming off of a 5-1 to one White Sox victory, so he entered the studio smiling from ear to ear. Let me bring him in. Let's get this show on the road. Ladies and gentlemen, the man, the myth, the degenerate gambling legend himself, Mr. Riley Armax Magnuson. Partner, how you doing over there today, pal? I'm doing pretty damn good, man. Thanks for the intro. Thanks for the White Sox tidbit. I know our Cardinals fans, friends are uh, feeling a little sad. Our uh, buddy Al gave me a nice FaceTime trying to do a nice friendly little wager on the series. <laughs> and I promptly took him up on that offer. And uh, just going to take one more win out of two for me to win that bet. So Absolutely. I know uh, you and Al like to uh, have a little side gigs, especially on Green Bay Packers, Packers and Bears, uh, Chicago Cards, Bears White action. Sox, yeah. Uh, he is uh, one of our good friends, and uh, these two like to uh, go to the dirt quite often when it comes to uh, some of their favorite teams. So yeah, you know the cards and socks never made up too many times. So whenever they do, we got to take advantage. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, my friends, if you tuned in to yesterday's episode, first and foremost, our apologies. Uh, just a bit of a weird start to the day. I looked at my partner when he showed up today at the TTL Production Studios looking beautiful this morning. Mm -hmm. And I said, man, I went through all of our plays. I was trying to figure out where we missed. And I 
would not change a single one of them. I think it was just a weird Monday. And if you've been betting with the TTL crew for the long term, you know that's an anomaly. You know it's nonsense. But since we are a full transparency show and we always like to let you guys know what happened, let's recap yesterday's bets. Now, Mr. R-Mags, he did not lose any money, but he did not win any money. He had three straight pushes, the Miami Marlins first five money line, the the Baltimore Orioles first five money line and the Chicago White Sox first five money line all pushed back to him and he got all of his one units back but nothing major myself I do apologize I don't know what the heck happened uh the Padres money line a loss the A's first five money line lost uh brutally and then the Heat never decided to show up for that game as well should be a little L next to there Um, but uh no problem (laughs) at all we appreciate it my friend uh... and then the Monday Madness parlay yeah. uh we were feeling really good about that one the tampa bay lightning um let it slip away from their grips in the third period and from there we knew it was pretty much over so rough start to the week not the uh open we had anticipated however the, the dice got back on track that's one thing the just... dice get back on track you know we got to find the positives wherever mm-hmm. we can and uh yeah the the canadians plus one and a half cashed rather easily last night so that was one of our sweat free bets yeah um, however, rest of the card, eh, the not city, the greatest. Uh, the city of Milwaukee really uh, ran some ransom on you there, pal. Yeah, they uh, they definitely did it. It, uh, it was not my night on the books. But, you know, if you follow me on Twitter, I did say, hey, had to donate a little bit back to these sports books so they can keep that circus running over there. Because mm-hmm. I... Uh, took all their money last week and into the weekend i was cashing nothing but tickets so with that all being said we have one hell of an episode on tap for you here today 15 mlb games on the slate there we also have uh three nba games coming up as well and a few nhl we're going to stay away from the nhl uh today uh not just the two matchups the um Preds and the Carolina Hurricanes and the uh, Maple Leafs and Montreal Canadiens. We're going to stay away from those. Might have some later plays on them. Be sure to uh, check that out if we do. Um, For today's episode, I myself personally have three picks coming at you. Mags has three picks of himself. If you've never tuned into a uh, a Tuesday episode, I almost got ahead of myself. We are bringing back the two for Tuesday parlay. That is a two leg parlay. Obviously, uh, we're taking two MLB teams in that today so we'll tell you what we got there Moneyline Dice obviously making their usual episodic appearance they're going to be rolling um, for an MLB matchup today as well and then we'll give you some ransom reactions some pretty good stuff to get into today uh, a little bit of hot takes and stuff coming out of the sports world and then of course I got you with my motivation minute so we have a jam-packed episode for you today my friends um, moving right along before we dive deep Make sure you follow myself, Mags, and Talking the Line all on the Action app. I know I mentioned we might have some plays later on in the day. You will be able to find all of our plays up to the second we hammer them in uh, when you do follow us on the Action app. So follow at Talking the Line at cash underscore with underscore Colt for me and at our mags in all caps for the kind Mr. Magnuson to my left. Let's get into it. Now, If you've uh, stopped by the Talking the Line podcast before, you know where we're going. If it's your first day stopping by, you're about to find out. Now, 
I've told you my partner showed up at the TTL production studios this morning rather happy that his socks won. He was even more juiced up to give you guys his best bets of the day. He usually is pretty doggone excited to drop some knowledge on you fools, but today there's something in the air with Mr. Magnus, and I can feel the buzz and the electricity. So without further ado, it is time for our mag's best bets of the day and partner. You have the floor. Appreciate it, my man. First play of the day. Uh, today, I've got two MLB plays and one NBA playoff game action. First one out of the Reds versus Nationals. I am taking the Nats first five minus a half. You've got Tyler Molly on the mound for the Reds versus Mad Max Scherzer for the Nats. I could probably stop right there, but I've got a few other reasons, so I'll keep it going. Uh, Max Scherzer enters this game with a 1-3-7 ERA in the month of May. He is dominating hitters right now, and Tyler Molly could not be more of the opposite. He is struggling this month with an ERA over 7 in May. He has two starts, allowing at least six runs. Reds have had some solid numbers versus righties on the season, but they are looking a little cold right now. They are over their last five games versus right-handers. They are down at 222 batting average, 316 OBP. Because of those numbers, they have lost six of their last seven. They are quietly one of the colder teams in the MLB right now. And the Nats, on the other hand, partner, are heating up. And over their last five and ten games, they are hitting over 290 batting average. And over 350 OBP versus righties. Things are going south for the Reds, and Mad Max is going to dominate them. Like I said, the Nats are heating up a little bit right now. So for my first play, I am taking Nats first five minus a half. Absolutely love it, partner. The Nats were uh, one of my top plays of the day as well uh, with Mad Max on the mound. When he's dealing, he's dealing. We've said it time and time again. I think he comes out and has a very solid showing against the Cincinnati Reds team that has hit the skids all of a sudden on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah, looking ugly, man. And, uh, you know, on the road, they have not been, uh, they're even colder on the road. Absolutely, absolutely. So there's your first one. What do you got for number two? Number two, Astros, Dodgers at the Astros. I am taking the Astros money line. You've got a, you know, if this was two or three years ago, this would be the game of the year, potentially. Sure. Dodgers, Astros, Clayton Kershaw versus Zach Granke. Uh, what I love most about this game is how hot the Astros are versus lefty pitching. Over their last 10 games, they are hitting 320 Batting average, 396 OBP and 7.34 runs per nine versus lefty pitching. Last five games, even better, 338 batting average, 403 OBP and 8.79 runs per nine innings. Astros are going to be looking for a bounce back after a disappointing series versus Texas. And Clayton Kershaw is not quite vintage curse, not quite vintage Kershaw this season. I knew where you were going. In the month of May, stumbling over here. In the month of May, he holds a 5-5 ERA, and that's against a few lineups that are not known for their lefty hitting like the Astros are. Uh, I, you know, I typically mention my White Sox as being the best hitting lefty team. I still think, you know, pound for pound they are, but as far as who's hot right now, nobody is hotter against lefties than the Astros are. Granke is taking the mound, as I mentioned, and he is coming off one of his best starts on the season, throwing eight innings pitch, four hits, one earned run versus Oakland last week. 
Just give me every bit of the Astros offense versus lefty pitching here. I don't care if it's Kershaw. I don't care if it's some random scrub. Kershaw, his uh, Cy Young self, and these Astros ain't slowing down today. So I am taking second play Astros money line. I'm locking it in right there with you as well, partner. Actually locked it in pre-recording. Uh, it was one of also another one of the plays I was on. But uh, since we like to have our own separate plays mm-hmm. and uh, go a little bit your plays, my plays, obviously you're on the Talking the Line pod, I let you have it so i'm gonna hammer it in with you but without further ado you said you had three I had three what's the next one uh third one i mentioned is nba action i am taking out of the lakers versus Suns. i am actually taking the lakers minus one and a half here game two is going to be a little bit different from game one for a few reasons chris paul will be playing but he will most likely not be 100 percent. that shoulder got messed up the other day you could tell he was feeling iffy while he was still playing and went back to the locker room at one point. Um, and it has been reported that he is going to be playing, but uh, I believe it was yesterday. They still said that he is feeling some soreness, not going to be a hundred percent. More importantly, I think the Lakers will move Anthony Davis into that number five spot role on the floor, the uh, center role as things were not working out with him in the four spot on Sunday. I believe it was. Yes. Uh, Anthony Davis is going to be much more aggressive, and he's uh, probably going to remember that he's actually the best player on the floor in this series, uh, and he's going to act like it. Uh, I've seen this movie way too many times to think that LeBron James is going to be, uh, you know, just rolling over and dying after a game one playoff loss. Sure. History tells me that uh, LeBron and the Lakers are going to bounce back in this one, partner. I would have to agree with you. It's now or never for the Lake Show. Uh, they have not looked good since the return of LeBron James and Anthony Davis. It's either they step up, get ready to rock and roll, and start playing Lakers basketball, or they're going to have an early exit at the hands of the Suns. However, I believe everything you said is spot on, and I'm riding with you on the Lakers minus one and a half as well. Yeah, I don't want to call it a must win, but it's pretty damn close. Pretty damn close. I would have to agree with you there as well. So there is our Mag's three best bets of the day. Now, we won't recap them yet. We'll make sure to recap all of the best plays and best bets of the day that we do have. However, since he gave you some, it's only right I give you some. We don't uh, show up together and only one of us give you a place. What kind of sense would that make? So now, without further ado, without any hesitation, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for my best bets of the day. Now, I told you at the top of the show, I am also taking three of my own personal picks, and I am absolutely in love with these plays i searched high and low i looked money lines i looked first five i looked totals and these were the ones that kept sticking out to me so i said you know what i'm not going to deny them anymore they're getting locked in they're becoming my best bets of the day so for my first pick today I am rolling on over to the matchup between the Tampa Bay Rays and the Kansas City Royals. Now, I am taking the Tampa Bay Rays minus one and a half for my pick out of this matchup. Let me tell you why. You have Brad Keller on the mound for the Kansas City Royals, and you have Rich Hill on the mound for the Rays. Now, Keller has struggled all season long, and as we reach the end of May, he's even been struggling a little harder. He's had four starts in May. He's pitched 20 and two-thirds innings. He's allowed 24 hits, gave up 10 earned runs, and had six walks. He's had serious command issues and when he does find the command he leaves that ched right over the plate and batters have been spraying it all 
over the field. He actually has faced Tampa Bay once this season, back on April the 20th, 420 Blaze It, and uh, he <laughs> he did not have a good outing there uh, at all. The Rays actually won that matchup 14-7. to Keller had um, five earned runs given up and only pitched one and two-thirds inning partner, so they got him out of there really fast. Hill, however, on the mound for the Rays, after a brutal start to the season, we thought, damn, is the old dog going to be done now? He has started to settle in, and it looks like the rich Hill of old. He, too, has had four starts in May, has pitched 21 and two-thirds inning, only allowed eight hits, one earned run, had 21 strikeouts over those four starts as well. So the old lefty has been dealing. And as a matter of fact, in his last two starts, the Rays have won 9-1 to and 10-1. to He has shut down the opposition, and the Rays have given him the run support that he needs. Not to mention, the Rays are steaming hot right now. If you didn't know, the Rays are on an 11-game winning streak. And not to mention, 10 of those games have come by two or more runs. Yep. And actually, a little closer to three or more runs. They've been putting them up and are coming off of a great, great game last night in extra, or yesterday afternoon in extra innings worth. It looked like all hope was lost, and they ended up just coming in clutch in the 11th win in that game, 14-7. to So, absolutely beautiful. A couple of closing points I'm looking at on this pick and what makes me absolutely love it. The Royals are 4-14 four and 14 in the last 18 meetings in or overall, and they are one in six in the last seven meetings in Tampa Bay. The Rays stay hot when they are hot. 23 and six after a win, obviously coming off of that one yesterday in Kansas City, 10 and 11 after a win. Now, Kansas City might be starting to find themselves a little bit. I totally understand. Their bats are coming back to life again, but it ain't going to happen against Rich Hill today. And the way Keller has pitched against these Rays in the past, they are going to stay hot. A Rosarena, Meadows, all those power hitters, Lau, those guys are going to get the job done today. So first pick of the day, the Tampa Bay Rays minus one and a half. Love it, man. Rich Hill is too good to pass up. Right too good now. to pass up. And for maximum betting value, I had to take that one and a yeah. half. And you know how I feel about Brad Keller. So Absolutely. I know <laughs> you do being a Sox fan. So there's my first pick. Second pick of the day. You know, I'm going to stay away from teams for the rest of my picks. And I'm going to go for some totals. Now, this one jumped off the lines at me. I looked at some early money and I thought, what, 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 what are we seeing here? I have no idea. So I am all over this play. I am rolling on over to the matchup between the Atlanta Braves and the Boston Red Sox, and I am taking the game total over nine and a half runs. Now, why do I say this? Well, of course, I got some analysis for you. Charlie Morton on the mound for the Braves and Garrett Richards on the mound for the Red Sox. Now, Morton has not been anything spectacular at all this season. And now he comes into Boston to face a Red Sox team that has been putting up nothing but runs. The Red Sox have scored two, four, eight, eleven, and seven runs in their last five games. And Morton has a two and two record this season, 4.60 ERA, 246 batting average average 323 OBP 697 OPS and a key stat I'm really starting to get into he has 316 BABIP now that's batting average with batters in position so when batters get on base he has more of a tendency to give up an extra hit and keep those batters going around the base so I've really started to key in on that stat as well something for you guys to look at now Garrett uh also Morton the over is 4 and 0 in his last four starts 
not to mention. Garrett Richards hasn't been anything incredible either, and uh, I think this turns into a slugfest just because of this pitching matchup. Richards is 4-2 overall this season, holds a 3.72 ERA. He does have a 266 batting average allowed, 346 OBP, 748 OPS, so batters are mashing the ball off of him, which the Braves are clearly doing right now, and he has a 326 BABIP, so he is also letting up a lot of extra hits when runners are on base and not to mention the Braves 7 6 24 and 5 runs in their last five games overall so if you combine the two run lines between these two teams only one game has gone under nine and a half and it was right at nine runs Mm -hmm. so I absolutely love the over in this matchup the over is two one and one and Richard's Uh, may starts so far so that is a great great factor there the weather today i love this the weather wind blowing straight out to center field and in in boston so you know that wind is a whipping and it's going right into the hands of these two lineups that absolutely love to pimp bombs all day long so i see a few, at least two to three home runs from each side here in this matchup. A couple closing thoughts over under for Boston. They are 9, 8, and 1 after loss, 13, 11, and 1 as a home team, 3 and 3 as a home dog, 3 and 3 on one day rest, and 23, 24, and 1 overall. I know those aren't the best, but they're starting to get into the oversight of things, as evidenced by they are 4 and 1 to the over in their last five games, and 4 and 0 oh to the over in their last four games as a home underdog now atlanta over under this season they're 25 20 and 2 have slipped a little below the best over under record in the mlb but are still right up there with some of the best they are 23 19 and 2 against a team with equal rest the over is 3 1 and 1 in their last five games the over is also 7 and 0 in morton's last seven starts as a favorite and the over is 5 and 0 in morton's last five starts on grass we know we love that side there in Boston. Not to mention, closing thought, between these two teams, the over has gone 9-1-1 one, and one in the last 11 meetings, and in the last five meetings, the over is 4-0-1. Oh, Give me all of the over 9.5 today in the Atlanta Braves versus Boston Red Sox. I love it, man. I love both these offenses so much. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, you nailed it. That wind's really got me, uh, that really pushed me over the edge if I wasn't already there. 15 miles an hour, yeah. dead center. Give me all of that action. So second play, Atlanta Braves. Braves, Boston Red Sox over nine and a half. Third play, told you I had three, going to cook right through this one. I am rocking on over to the St. Louis Cardinals versus the Chicago White Sox, and I am taking the under eight runs. I've seen it kick down to seven and a half, back to eight, seven and a half, back to eight. So it's right in that spot. Beautiful line movement, exactly what you want to see. Now you got Flaherty on the mound for the Cardinals and Giolito on the mound for the Sox. Little did you know, probably partner did, but these are actually two high school teammates that are going to be facing off against each other. So you tell me that this isn't going to be a pitcher's duel and two guys who want to prove the other one wrong. You're shitting yourself. Now, should be an absolute duel from the jump, 
both of these pitchers are really, really starting to settle in. We've seen Flaherty 8-0 on the season. Giolito had a few bumps in the road, but uh, finally got to put the headset on post-game in his last start. Uh, looked absolutely beautiful. And the under is 2-2 two and two in Flaherty's last two starts, or last four starts in May. But the two overs... They were against terrible, poor pitching in Pittsburgh where the Cardinals put up a shitload of runs. Mm-hmm. So that is one thing I'm really looking at there. The under is also 2-2 two and two in Giolito starts in May. And those two overs were also against offensive powerhouses in Kansas City and in uh, Los Angeles. So they are both two high-scoring games. It is what happens. And uh, I think this total stays way under. Now, St. Louis. They are three and two to the under in their last five games overall. The under is three oh and one in the last four Tuesday games for the Cardinals. You know I'm a sucker for those midweek stats. And the under is four and oh in Flaherty's last four starts against a team with a winning record. So they pitch good when the pressure's on. He makes sure to get it done. Now the White Sox. The under is 5-0 and in their last five mm-hmm. overall, so they've been an under wagon here lately. The under is 4-0 and in their last four when their opponent scores two runs or less. You love it when they're playing the exact same team the very next day. And the under is 4-0 and in the last four games when the Sox are a home favorite. Giolito has an under record of 6-0 and in his last six interleague games when the NL... AL boys get to match up, he puts it down. Yep. He absolutely starts the deal. Now, between the Cardinals and the White Sox, the under is 4-1 and one in the last five meetings. Actually went under last night, so you love to see that as well. With uh, not as solid of a pitching matchup, so that's absolutely great. And the four, uh, the under is 4-1 and one in the last five meetings in Chicago. So, I'm looking for dominant pitching. If you want an offensive showing, you're not going to get it tonight in this matchup. I can guarantee you that it is going to be two guys that have known each other since they were about 14 years old and are going to be going blow for blow against some offensives that honestly have had a little bit of struggles over over the past few days. And with my partner shaking his head, he knows that his socks aren't as hot as they could be right now. So third play of the day, the the. The under, I apologize. I got all over there. St. Louis Cardinals versus Chicago White Sox under eight runs. There you have it. Those are my three picks of the day. Now, it wouldn't be a Tuesday or an episode of the Talk in the Line podcast if we didn't give you a special play, Mm -hmm. and especially if we didn't give you today's Two for Tuesday parlay. That's right. It is back in action for this beautiful Tuesday of bets. We uh, had it on the newsletter for quite some time, brought it over to the podcast when we went full time. Now we get to bring it live to you. For today's two for Tuesday parlay, I told you guys at the top we have two MLB plays to lock in for today's parlay. Not the craziest, juiciest odds we've ever had, but we do like this to be minimal sweat and we're still getting plus money on it, so we absolutely love it. Now, partner, 
I know you absolutely loved the first leg of this parlay, so I'm going to let you lay it down. Drop some knowledge on these fools. Okay, first leg. My partner said it was MLB. It's going to be on the East Coast, a little NL East action here. Phillies versus Marlins. We are taking the Marlins money line. We've got Vince Velasquez on the mound versus Sandy Alcantara. And Alcantara is coming off his best start of the season last week against these Phillies. Six innings, no earned runs. He is the Marlins ace, and he is about to start rolling off some victories. He had a little bit of a slow, bumpy start to the season. He's picking things up and getting things right along, and things are going to be locked and loaded going forward here. Marlins are now 3-1 and one this season versus the Phillies, and these Marlins hitters have had some solid, solid success versus Velasquez in his career. Their lineup is hitting 278 lifetime against him, and uh, these Marlins are just heating up in general, and the Phils are cooling down. Give us all of the Marlins. I believe it was a 9-6 win last night. Yes. Um, I think Sandy Alcantara is going to lock them down even less than that. And it's only going to take a few from the Marlins, in my opinion. Absolutely. I would uh, 100% concur with you. It was actually the first play of the day that jumped off the board at me. Me too. So uh, I said, yeah, give me all of that. And for some reason, the Marlins have just had the Phillies number this year. Yeah. Not in the first five by any means, but five, for but the whole uh, game, sure. they end up putting them up in the sixth, seventh inning. So I absolutely yep. love them there now second leg feel like i've been saying now a lot today i don't know why i'm gonna get off of that track uh second leg of the two for tuesday parlay we're headed on over to the matchup between the toronto blue jays and the new york yankees Blue Jays coming off of that brutal, brutal loss. As I mentioned in my picks against the Tampa Bay Rays yesterday, they battled all the way back after being down 5-0, tied at 5-5, tied at 7-7, and then let it go 14-7. So they are absolutely demoralized now having to travel over to New York. They have actually lost their last six games in a row, and the Blue Jays have just really hit a skid. I don't know what it is. They have the offensive firepower, but it only seems like Vladdy, Gurriel, and Teo are about the only three mm-hmm. guys. If they hit home runs, then they win that game. If they don't, there's not really much value on the Toronto Blue Jays at this point in time. The Blue Jays are actually tossing out Steven Matz today. They're lefty. He does have a 5-2 and two record, but he's holding a 4.69 ERA and a 1.38 whip. We have seen him struggle all season long, and the Blue Jays pitchers are all of a sudden starting to find themselves a little bit. They uh, had some struggles at the beginning, but I don't think Matz is going to find himself at all against a Yankees team that actually hits lefties rather solidly yeah, they do. on the season. 243 batting average, 312 OBP and 3.90 runs per nine inning that uh, run per nine inning stat line is actually starting to kick up with some of their previous games against lefties so I love the Yankees in this spot we kicked around the uh, Yankees first five run line minus a half However, after a little bit of investigating Toronto has a knack for right at the end pushing first mm-hmm. five money lines right at the end they get yep. that uh they get that in there but we don't think it's going to be a push today we think it's going to be a win however we like the little extra backing of the money line it makes it a little less juicy on the two for tuesday parlay but that's all right so for the second leg of the two for two tuesday parlay we are taking the new york yankees first five money line so there you have it our max best bets my best bets, and the two for Tuesday parlay. Let's go ahead, give you a little recap. Make sure 
Pull out your sportsbook app. Get out your pens and pencils if it's not a legal betting state and uh, you don't do any type of illegal betting on Bovada or any other sites. Make sure you get ready. Gonna Here we go. That out. Gonna have to bleep that out. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Best bets of the day for Tuesday, May 25th, 2021. Mr. Armags has the Nationals first five run line minus a half, the Astros money line, and the Los Angeles Lakers minus one and a half. Myself, I am on the red hot. Rays minus one and a half. I'm taking the over nine and a half in Atlanta versus Boston and the under eight in St. Louis versus the Chicago White Sox. And just a quick cap at the two for Tuesday parlay. We are taking Miami Marlins full game money line and the New York Yankees first five money line. Parlay those bad boys up. You're going to get right around plus 170 to plus 200. Told you not too crazy juicy, but we're still getting some serious plus money on the two for Tuesday parlay. Mm-hmm. So there you have it. Now, as always, you see over here in the corner, and we mentioned it at the top, Moneyline Dice back on the winning track. Oh, yeah, baby. Ready to rock and roll. Oh, yeah. They uh, had a serious, serious victory last night. My partner and I looked at each other on yesterday's episode and said, we ain't fading them. Nah. We're ride or dies. Over here at the TTL podcast, just because they're one of our kind affiliates that we do work with here at TTL, we love them. We're riding them regardless of what happens. Yeah. So, we said we're going to stay away from NHL. Mm -hmm. They got hot. They had their win. We're going to stay away from it. A lot of baseball games to choose from. What's the closest lines that we can find? And you might see it down there. We are headed on over to the matchup between the Cleveland Indians and the Detroit Tigers for today's Moneyline Dice Roll of the Day. Now, the handy-carrying pouch has made its first official appearance. Let me uh, squeeze these bad boys on out of here. Uh, That is not the right one. We need... ATS, Moneyline, Home, and would we like to do over-under today, partner? Mm, let's keep it simple. We're going to skip it. Keep it okay, simple. keep it simple, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. So, for the matchup today, the Cleveland Indians are the away team. They are playing in Detroit. They have opened up as the favorite right around minus 145, and obviously the Tigers being the home team have opened up as a right around plus 125 underdog. So, as always, if you've never seen it before, you're seeing it live in prime time. If you have, you know what's about to go down. For the first roll of the day, we are going to roll between home or away. Will it be the Cleveland Indians selected by the dice or will it be the Detroit Tigers? We will find out in a three, in a two, in a one. That'll Home the team. Detroit Tigers. That'll be the Detroit Tigers. I'm going to just move it right over here because obviously I'll see you guys in a minute. I'll be up there. Just, just hold on. Hold tight. Hold still. All right. So now. Are we taking the home team money line? Or are we going to take a little less juice and get the run line? The dice will let us know in a three, in a two, in a one. Give it to us, dice. Money line. Money line. Money line. line. All right, partner. uh, If you got any thoughts on this game, I'm going to show these kind folks just so they know for sure. And let them know. Odds on these bad boys. I believe it's Spencer Turnbull on the mound for the Tigers. Let me double check here. No, no. That is Scooball. Scooball versus Aaron Sivale. You are right on camera there, partner. There you go. Looking decent. Looking decent. Uh, yeah, so Aaron Chivale, Sival versus Tark Scubal. 
uh, for the Tigers. So uh, it's looking like plus 120 now for the Tigers. Uh, and uh, yeah, home team. We've been uh, trying to get on them a little bit lately, and they've uh, you know let us down a little bit. But uh, I trust the dice. The dice have spoken. We will hear none of your bullshit because the dice know all. We back them 150% regardless of what you all say. They know the best. In the dice, we trust. The dice have selected today, one more time, the Detroit Tigers money line. Lock it in if you want to run that ticket to the window. And not to mention, if you want your own set of money line dice, the nice carrying pouch that comes along with it, and they actually come with three other dice in the collection, Head on over to MoneylineDice.com. We actually made it really easy for you. Drop the link in the description so you can just smash it right there. Check out all their merch. They got plenty of stuff to choose from. Our guys over there have some high, high quality stuff. Mm -hmm. Tracking books, MMA scorecards. The merchandise that they have is so clean and crispy. I absolutely love their hat. I wear it from time to time. Um, So head on over there. Get whatever you want. When you get to check out, enter code TTL10, and you're going to get 10% off on your first order. Again, that is TTL10 at moneylinedice.com on your first order to get 10% off. Get your own Moneyline Dice, start rolling with the crew, and let's get these doggone dice tickets to the window. Thank you, Dice. Thank Thank you, you, Dice. Dice. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. Sleep well, sweet prince. We'll see you later. All right, my friends, there you really have it. You have our mag's best bets. You have my best bets. You got the two for Tuesday parlay and the dice have spoken. There's nothing else we got for you today gambling wise. No more lines to talk through. No more analysis to dive deep into. No more spreads, money lines, totals or anything else to check out. You got the value. Go lock it in. Now, if you are one of the kind degenerates that just stops by the TTL podcast for the first half of the show for our best bets analysis and everything in between. Thank you so much for stopping by. It's about time to get ready for the second half of the TTL pod. Hey, have a spectacular day. We'll catch you on the flip side, but y'all come back now, you hear? We got more tickets to cash, and we got books to bankrupt, so you have a spectacular day. But for the rest of you that stick around for the nonsense that is the second half of the TTL podcast where me and my partner drop it down into first gear, kick it back a little bit, I'm already kicked back, and just relax and give you some hot takes with today's rants and reactions oh boy oh boy do we got some shit to get into today partner let me get that bad boy on out of here for the real real stuff about to happen so let's kick it off today's rants and reactions first thing came out real early yesterday and i had a little bit of some serious problems with it i want to get your thoughts on it first and i'll let uh give my rant on it however we found out Julio Jones is out of there in Atlanta. Yeah, just about he, right. He's gone. Just about right when we hit to uh, end record on our stream yesterday. Yeah, partner. it was. Uh, that would have been a nice. Genius. It would have been great because as soon as we stopped the stream, that news came out. It was like, oh, geez, I wish we would have yeah. been in there. Um, however, the uh, a real weird situation. It was a weird situation, man. <sighs> I'm, I'm surprised Julio hasn't come out and said, "Yo, what the hell, man? Like, I wasn't. I did not know I was on there." 
maybe he didn't, maybe he doesn't care. Maybe he's happy that it came out like that because, you know, it was already obviously rumored that he was in some trade talks, but now if he's talking like that, maybe he's just going to be a quick holdout and try and get some trade action. But, uh, I think it was messed. <laughs> I definitely think it was wrong what Shannon Sharp did. Uh, okay, so that's where I was going to yeah. go with that. I think it's despicable. I think yeah. it's disgraceful. And I think it's some bullshit just to get some clicks. Mm-hmm. The fact that he did not say, Julio, it's your uncle. It's your uncle. I'm here. We're going to get the restitution. <laughs> There's my best Shannon, <laughs> Shannon Sharp impression. But the fact that he did not say they are live on air is completely wrong. The fact that that Julio said all of what he said. He had no idea. And you actually hear it in the background. The producers, uh, can we make sure that he knows he's live on air? And Shannon Sharp just keeps going. I didn't even hear that. Keeps feeding it. Yeah. I didn't even hear You hear a woman's voice in the background come in, and he just keeps feeding it. Keeps going. I love Undisputed. I love Shannon and Skip going back. They do their stuff. They're great. Skip just got his huge deal. Amazing. Wonderful. We're small fish in the big sports pond. However, I got some serious issues with that. That was ridiculous. Yeah. I I don't care where Julio goes. I think it was just a ploy for oh, not really much sports news going on right now. Let's uh let's stir the let's fucking make pot. The fucking news. Yeah. yeah. And that ridiculous. I mean, and then it, I mean we and then like speculation comes out and it's like, "All right, well, he's got a giant ass contract. He's 32. Don't know how easy a little it bit is of gonna, injury. Yeah, don't know how easy it is going to get don't know how easy it's going to be to trade this dude. And uh, he wants to win, and I don't know if any of these uh, these uh, contending teams are already pretty uh, pretty booked up for their roster, my man. Yeah, so I don't absolutely. Know. I, I don't know. A lot of, a lot of weird cap situations. Actually, our boy uh, Nick, at CS Nick on Twitter, uh, he has his own uh, kind of Chicago podcast, uh, him and one of his buddies. They're, they got a pretty solid, solid gig over there, but uh, he actually put out a poll yesterday with the, I think it was like 12 teams that had the cap space and had the ability to take him and i looked through it and i was like yeah there ain't one of those teams that's picking up julio it's not happening so i think julio staying in atlanta hate to say it uh i think it's going to be another losing season uh for the boys down there but uh nonetheless we'll get into all that nfl nonsense once it gets a little bit closer but soon enough just wanted to give kind of the thoughts on that 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 uh that really did not sit well with me nah, when I, I saw mean, that. That's not cool at all for Shannon Sharp to do that. But moving right along, I uh, actually clicked on over to the live stream and uh, just wanted to shout a couple of you guys out. Jay Guy, know I typed in there. Thanks for stopping by, my brother. Uh, always good to hear from you, see from you. Uh, soon enough, I think, I think, I read a little bit this morning. Uh, I typically tend to do on Gambler's Report. Coming quick, fast, and in a hurry, potentially, for North and South Carolina. I've seen some some rumblings of some bills and stuff. So, fingers crossed, hopefully soon, you can be smashing in plays legally with us as well. Uh, Drew, you did have me thrown off. I was like, who the hell is Wolfie's Gaming? Had no clue. Uh, appreciate you going in there. Love the, uh, I'll take the Jim Edmonds over uh, <laughs> nine and a half uh, minutes. He ta- tells stories about himself, or nine and a half stories he tells about himself. Uh, that's why I was laughing earlier. <laughs> <laughs> when you were talking about the Marlins. Um, but hey, appreciate you guys uh, stopping by. Cannot thank you enough um, for uh, hanging out, stopping by the live stream, and all you other guys that uh, don't come to live stream but stop by. We were floored. Oh, yeah. I was floored when I saw the views yesterday. Like, granted, in the YouTube scheme of things, not huge, not crazy, not, not uh, blowing the doors off. Obviously, we're just getting started, but... 
to crack the views that we did yesterday. I was thinking, ah, we have 10, 15, whatever, no big deal. Y'all shot us up over 80 in the first three hours the damn mm-hmm. thing was available. So thank you, thank yeah. you, thank you. Even though it was a shitty day, thank you for also coming back here again today yeah. and having faith in us and knowing that we do nothing but cash tickets uh, at the TTL pod. Moving right along, my man. Let's do it. We got some uh, some more rumblings coming out of the PGA. First and foremost, the PGA CEO has come out. We actually mentioned it yesterday on the Ransom mm. Reactions. The unruly crowd at the 18th green. PGA Tour CEO comes out, says, hey, my bad. Apologies. Should have had some more security and some more beefed up crowd control going on. That's my fault. So... We kind of said that. We're like, yeah, that was really unruly. So at least the higher ups are seeing that as well. Yeah. I don't know how you would have controlled that crowd unless you had a, you know, five times the amount of security, though. I uh, really don't know. I mean, they done lost their minds. I have, <laughs> yeah. uh, I have absolutely no clue. First pretty full what happened. crowd post COVID. And now you're giving us a Phil Mickelson about to win his uh, yeah. sixth major, I think it was. Right. No stopping that crowd. Right. Exactly. Unless you got some riot gear or something uh, like that. Well, hey, speaking that's not happening. Speaking of riot gear, Mr. Bryson DeChambeau might want to invest because he's got some fucking eyes on him, my friend. Yeah. If you didn't catch the video, I suggest you go check it out. A leaked video from a clip that did not make it to TV has came out on Twitter. It has come out that Brooks Kepka may not be the biggest fan of Bryson DeChambeau. He was getting interviewed, Mr. Kepka, and was kind of talking about his putting and stuff like this. And old Bryson. <laughs> well, even before that, he was like, before he started talking, he was just looking over at him. Like, yeah, he could just see him. He, he didn't want he didn't want him to be anywhere around yeah. him. Well, he gets about halfway through this interview, and here comes old Bryson with his spikes on on the concrete, right behind Kepka, within microphone shot. <laughs> And Kepka just rolls his eyes, bites his tongue, and looks like he wants to blow a hole through an elephant's ass. He almost said, <laughs> he almost said I fucking hate you. He, he, he did. He's he, like, I fucking hate He was like, I fucking hate that guy. Gosh, son of a bitch. And like, the, uh, the, the reporter, he looks at him, he's like, yeah, we're probably going to have to cut that one out. Here, uh, let's restart. And well, yeah, he's like, oh, we're really going to enjoy that in the uh, truck afterwards. Yeah. And Brooks is like, honestly, dude, I don't care. Yeah, I mean, that, that was just epic. So we'll see. It seems to be a little bit of tension in uh, some of the higher ups the PGA Tour. I don't think Brooks is the only one. There's no, a lot. Bryson's is just an interesting fellow, and he uh, does his things his own way. I mean, I saw a clip on uh, over the weekend. He's knee-deep in some grass looking for his ball, and he was like, I don't know. I mean, I hit a good drive. It's like, no, nah, dude, you're knee-deep in the grass. You're knee-deep in the grass. It was not a good drive. <laughs> Maybe you friend. hit it well. But. Yeah. I mean, you can go back and forth on Bryson. I, he's got the great range. I mean, he can bomb a ball 7,000 yards down the fairway. But we've seen it time and time again so far this year. The wedges, shit. Yeah, when the putting game, to, uh, terrible. When it comes to courses with uh, a little bit more technicality aside from the driver, yeah. he is uh, not the guy. Not the guy. Uh, maybe maybe Bryson isn't the guy that we all uh, all thought he was, huh? Mm-hmm. A little hot take for you there. Maybe Bryson starts to really slip down the rankings, especially with some of these guys hot on his ass. Yeah, whenever it's uh, you know those long courses, I'll take him maybe. But uh, aside from that. No yeah. thanks. Well, that's what we got in the PGA. Some interesting ha- things happening. A little bit uh, something else interesting. Some big congratulations are owed 
to the man himself, Philip Rivers. If you have not been paying attention, he finally made his first high school head coaching debut. And boy, oh boy, did he look good. He was I mean, he had his team so gassed up in those videos. There was uh, it was a news clip I came across on Twitter, and I mean, he was out there rifling the ball with the boys, bumping elbows, pushing them around, doing a, not that coming down, come on, you know his usual Philip Rivers, not cussing, but oh shoot, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all of his stuff. And I mean, it, it's what Philip Rivers needed to do. I mean, he had been talking about it for so long, and uh, just kind of wanted to say congratulations there. I mean, that uh, if you haven't seen that, I suggest you guys go check that out too because Philip Rivers is going to be a great great high school coach I mean he's already got what 75 of his own kids I was so. about to say what is this team made up of half the team made up of his kids, <laughs> or, kids or what's going on I don't I don't think any of his kids are close to high school I don't yet. think so they might maybe be, they might be getting there but who knows yeah, yeah he's got, I would say the oldest one's probably pushing it man he's got at least seven yeah we'll see what happens but uh quite interesting to uh see Philip Rivers make that transition make that change yeah, seems so. like he's made for it yeah definitely seems like he's made for it for sure uh speaking of made for it Maybe somebody who really isn't made for it. We saw Najee Harris last night at the Pittsburgh Penguins game, really struggling to wave that terrible I towel. I didn't see it. You were if, telling me if about you, it. Uh, you can find the video on Twitter. It's all over the place. Najee's retweeted it, and a couple other guys have actually came out. Actually, Nick Moraldo beat me to the punch. I wanted to tweet it, and of course, them being the freaking conglomerate they are over at PMI, of course, he beat me to the punch. But the video comes out. And it's when they start waving the towels in Pittsburgh. The Penguins are getting hyped. And Najee's out here throwing this thing. I mean, it is the funniest thing you've ever seen. And you can tell he kind of like looks in the crowd like, oh, I'm not really I'm not really waving this all too right. So then he does him a little flex and then just starts hyping up the crowd. And like, that's the entire thing. So Nick Moraldo right after, and I wanted to tweet this so bad, he said, uh, obviously, we all saw Brett Michaels with the Pittsburgh Steelers this past year and how PMI has absolutely just destroyed him for that. He said, oh, Najee better call Brett Michaels to get some lessons on how spinning that towel. So, I mean, if you want a good laugh, uh, you want to see something pretty funny, I suggest you go look up that Najee Harris uh, trying to spin the towel in uh, Pittsburgh last night. Might have been a little bit of a factor. Islanders take that game and now look to uh, maybe take the series headed back to New York. Yeah, I mean, uh, wish uh, old Najee Harris could have done something like Taylor the Wand to get the boys going yeah, nice and fired up. I mean, things turned around on, uh, I think it was Sunday after yeah. he did that. So Yeah, yeah. The old failed uh, towel swing uh, apparently uh, gives you a quick L. Quick L for sure. Well, while we're on the uh, topic of NHL, why don't we just stay here, partner? It has not slowed down one bit. Not one bit. Oh, not at all. Um, not we at all. we thought maybe that uh, okay, we'll have a Monday. It'll be uh, some dominant matchups, some teams that uh, should rightly be favored or going to close out the series and stuff. Oh no, it's still been absolute insanity. It's it, I can't even believe it. The Winnipeg Jets just swept the Edmonton Oilers. Yeah, four man. to nothing. Connor McDavid, they got to get some help for Connor McDavid. I mean, it's looking like Mike Trout and the Angels out there, except, uh, you know, at least with the first round appearance. But, uh, mm. 
I don't know. It's going to yeah. be interesting. Uh, you obviously now have, uh, like I just said, the Penguins and the Islanders tied up at two. Uh, now Islanders took the lead. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, they took the lead Islanders up three to two. I, uh, I was clicking over here to uh, kind of see. So they play again on Wednesday. And as I said, that is going to be in New York. So if you didn't smash it in yesterday, which I put a little sprinkle on, little $20 sprinkle. FanDuel Sportsbook had a New York Islanders to win the series outright, boosted it from plus 270 to plus 330. So looking real interesting uh, with this next game coming up here on Wednesday. So some other lines for uh, Stanley Cup. Boston just uh, patiently waiting to see who's going to win that series. Nice little You got Carolina and Nashville playing tonight. Series tied at 2-2 after an incredible Nashville game on Sunday. We'll see if Carolina can pull ahead, get that 3-2 lead, and uh, potentially get the 4-2 victory. We'll see what happens there. Lightning utter collapse if you played the monday madness parlay you know what happened but if you didn't they let the panthers have their will in the third period uh panthers tied it up uh, halfway through the game and then the lightning just started playing that defensive weird style of hockey and the panthers said oh well if you guys are going to do this we're just going to push the pace and they just kept doing that and it was goal after goal after goal after goal so that uh, that's going to be an interesting series closing out here maybe the panthers even it up at three and we got to go to game seven with what i saw last night i am not putting that out of the possibilities i wouldn't be surprised i uh maybe i'm just uh a little too high on the lightning but i think they close it out in six yeah. but uh yeah these playoffs have been uh yeah v- uh, control. vegas vegas had the opportunity to mm-hmm. uh close out the series last night couldn't get it done against minnesota so colorado still just hanging out waiting to see who they're going to play out yeah. of that matchup and then you still uh got toronto and the canadians toronto up two to one but they do play again tonight maybe the habs can even up that series at home once again i actually was really high on the habs to win this series against the leafs so i think uh uh, we see a little second round Canadians versus Jets. They're coming out of the North partner. I'm going to have to disagree with you okay. on that one. I'm going to okay. have to disagree with you on that one. I think uh, I think the Leafs are going to take it. I think the I, Leafs yeah. are going to take it. I think it's one of those classic cases of the Leafs are so good, they should take it, they have That's to take fair. it, and the Canadians cause them to stumble. But we'll see. Obviously, serious stuff still happening in the NHL playoffs. If you haven't been watching the games, it doesn't matter if you are a fan of hockey or not. They are electric. Mm-hmm. I highly suggest that uh, you tune into some of those games because they are Great, great, great hockey to watch here lately. And the overtime sweat when you've got some action in Ooh. on it, man. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, absolute oh blast. Gosh. And then you go into the second overtime, and it's like, oh, geez. I mean, it uh, it's a blast to watch mm-hmm. right now. Stanley Cup, it's the playoffs, baby. Yeah, it's it the is. playoffs. More playoff action. The NBA playoffs are getting right underway yep they are steaming down the tracks we had the miami heat versus the milwaukee bucks last night miami heat what in the world happened yeah this one might be uh this one might be a quick one milwaukee made some adjustments they were scorching hot on offense but uh (laughs) i did not expect that last night man i did not expect that one bit uh obviously from my analysis on yesterday's show i did take the heat plus four and a half i was super high on jimmy butler having a bounce back game bam having a bounce back game tyler hero having a bounce back game and none of them did 
Yeah, it was over in the first quarter. Yeah. I turned it on and turned it off within 15 minutes. It was fourth quarter, and I was like, oh, this game's still going, huh? Mm. Eh, one of those. Yeah, when I uh, turned it on to 29 to 10, I said, ooh, <laughs> yeah, this isn't uh, going to end well here tonight. No. So uh, Milwaukee's got that commanding 2-0 lead. We'll see uh, if they can wrap it up here uh, rather quickly or if the Heat be uh, continue to be a thorn in the side of the Milwaukee Bucks basketball yep. team. Um, also coming up today, We've got some decent. We have some. Tonight. We have some decent matchups coming up tonight. Obviously, the Lakers and the Suns uh, uh, partners there on the Lakers. You got Boston and Brooklyn uh, playing again tonight. Surprisingly, Brooklyn has kicked up. A point from what they closed at on the previous game so uh they were at eight and a half now they're up to nine and a half um while we're uh, streaming this right now and i kind of find that a little bit interesting i you know the celtics did stick in that game a lot now i'm not saying i'm running to the window to hammer in the celtics at plus nine by any means Mm -hmm. but I think they have a little bit more shot than the books are giving them credit for right now. I think they make it a little bit more interesting than an absolute blowout. Now, I know without Jalen Brown, um, that's a huge key contributor to the Celtics offense. And Jason Tatum can't score all 120 points. So, Yeah, my opinion on that, or at least my best guess, would be that, uh, you know, the Nets, their core guys, Durant, Irving, Harden, didn't play a ton in the regular season together. First half, Boston stuck in there, and then once he got some, uh, you know, some playing time there, and things got rolling, the chemistry started coming back. The mm-hmm. Nets started take uh, pulling away. So, I would say that might be why they ticked it up a little bit. And if that happens again, if the Nets cover, I think it's going to be because of that, because now mm-hmm. the chemistry's starting to flow. Because I'm, I'm, I haven't locked it in yet, and I obviously didn't make it on the pot, but I am interested in the Nets at that number. Sure. I uh, either way, either way, you're kind of looking at that. I mean, uh, definitely can kind of see from both sides of uh, of the coin there for sure. It might might be an interesting matchup tonight. We'll see. Uh, also got Dallas and the Clippers tonight. Dallas absolutely murked the Clippers uh-huh. uh, in the first game, and still favored pretty similarly. Yeah. Right about, uh, actually, Clippers, yesterday when I looked, they opened up at about minus five and a half, right about the same line. Um, actually, right now on covers, they have kicked up to minus seven. Um, so, obviously, early money coming in on them. They're thinking that, uh, or the public's thinking at least, that the Clippers have this game. But I, I don't know. With KP finally being back and healthy for the Mavs, Luka playing like Luka I should. I mean, it, when he slammed that ball down on Pep, Pat Bev and said, you're too small, boy. That's just I knew Luca had reached a had reached playoff Luca. Yeah, I this was the one that of any game on any slate, this is the one that I'm most torn and I want some type of action on it because yeah. I'm going to be watching this game yeah. and I hate not having action on an NBA playoff game if I'm watching <sighs> it, but yeah. I because I, I think the Clippers are gonna bounce back, but that, that number is just so high and it's scaring me off. It's scaring me off. I don't know. Yeah, I. It's interesting. We'll see what happens. I really, really want to hammer in the Mavericks plus seven. Uh, if you're going to give me extra points with how they played on Sunday, I, I don't know. I'm but just, then at the same time, the Mavericks have done that all season long, where they have a big win like they did the other day, and you're like, okay, Mavericks, Mavericks, and then they bomb, and then they bomb, and then they bomb. And then they bomb. However, the one thing they have been really good ATS on the road all season yeah. long. So that yeah. is uh, another key thing to kind of look at there. Maybe we'll smash in some plays. Maybe we won't. You'll know if you follow us on the Action Network HQ app. So stop slacking, stop stagging, and go follow us now so you can have it. I actually already have a few other plays 
plays in mind um, MLB-wise that I want to add to my card today. I didn't want to put them on the pod because I'm not overly, overly confident about them. More uh, half-unit plays, but I do like them as well. So make sure you follow me there. Um, outside of that, there you go. NBA playoffs heating up hot and heavy. Uh, got some solid matchups all throughout the rest of the week. So we will be sure to bring you some picks from there. We'll uh, dive deep into lines and see what we got on tap. So stay tuned for some more NBA plays. No, we only had one today. Uh, these lines just a little bit tricky here going into game two. So we would uh, prefer not to get you folks burned and uh, prefer to cash some damn tickets with you. So there you have it. As far as any TTL news, News and updates, partner. Uh, ask and ye shall receive. A few of you said, hey, you guys ever going to get on Twitch? You're going to do a little gaming? You guys maybe do a little live stream in there, talk about some bets, maybe stream a game? Fuck yeah, we are. We are uh, We are live and in primetime. We're actually um, going to dive deep into that today, uh, finalize a few things on that end, and get ready to uh, come live to you. But we're kind of thinking what we might do is we'll have the live show, uh, we'll get everything out on Twitter, we'll take a little bit of a break, and then maybe hop on about 12.30 or so, um, do kind of like a gaming slash midweek, or, or midday rather, uh, bet check-in, how the line's looking, how stuff happening, what how we still feel feeling about our bets uh did we add anything extra that we really like that we wish we would have put on the pod anything like that and then me and mags of course we're gambling guys so he thinks he's better than me he talks a high fucking game but uh you guys can just tune in and see what happens but we definitely will be betting on games uh whether that might be a twitter punishment or mm-hmm. uh live video punishment who knows but uh we will have some serious stuff uh coming out there for you guys as well uh we do have plans to roll out the next live show here very soon very very soon i uh, don't want to give away too much what that'll be yet uh but that is coming hot and heavy as well um will most likely be more of a end of the week show Mm -hmm. um and an evening show if you will so a little bit of a preface there for you to keep an eye out for our next live show coming outside of the ttl podcast um anything else you can think of ttl wise partner that i did not hit on that we're rocking and rolling with I don't think so. I don't think so either. I don't think so. All right. Uh, and then uh, one final thought before I uh, wrap this bad boy up with some motivation minutes, make sure you hit that link tree. We make it nice and easy for you guys. I leave it in the description right there at the bottom. Talk in the line link tree. You hit that. You're going to find all of uh, the podcast directories we're on. You're obviously, if you're on YouTube, you'll see us right there. Or if you're not on YouTube listening to us, you'll be able to click onto it there. You got all of the TTL socials, all mine and and mag socials you got all of the ttl crew content there that you could possibly want and we always keep it updated and keep everything up to date across all of our platforms so make sure you just follow us stay up to date we uh we just keep pumping out content keep pumping out good stuff and uh we do it for you guys we don't do it for anybody else we uh we are extremely passionate about this we love this but we do this for each and every one of you that uh comes and hangs out with the ttl crew and uh get some of our advice and uh listen to some of our nonsense and banter along the way right so there you have today's rants and reactions and ttl update now i mentioned it and if you haven't been here before you don't know where we're about to go but if you have you know 
how we close out the TTL pod. We like to do it a little different than everybody else out there. You know, most sports shows or sports gambling shows like to give you that value, like to give you those insights, but they don't really give you anything else you can take with you personally. Maybe they give you some stuff you can cash tickets, but how about let's grow the mentality? Mm -hmm. Let's grow the spiritual side of things. And that's one thing that I absolutely love to do and love to close out the TTL podcast every single episode with my motivation minutes. It is that time of the pod again. Now, I... uh, I kind of done some thinking on this and I wanted to go a few different ways. Um, But today, the message I wanted to share with you is the importance of morning stillness. Now, what do I mean by that? I had actually came across a video yesterday and actually posted it to my Twitter. Uh, If you guys didn't see, it's one of my most recent ones. I was late last night when I posted it, Um, but it was Kobe talking about his... um, his meditation every morning and how he does it every single day, no matter what. And it's like an anchor for him. It anchors him throughout the day and he doesn't uh, get too far ahead of himself and he has more control throughout the day. So I wanted to kind of expand on some of those thoughts and one key piece that he really had in there. He said, we're always taking selfies or obviously us being content creators, we're always into Twitter, we're always producing something, we're always this, that, or the other. Now, we rarely take the time to observe what's on the inside. We observe everything else that's going on around, we observe all of the people that are around us, but we don't take the time to slow down and see how we are on the inside. And if we did, we might find that those little anxieties and those little areas that are causing us issues or concern can be fixed with just a little bit of time to slow down, find your center, and get to the next spot mentally that you need to be. So a couple of suggestions that uh, I wanted to give you guys and some things that I I do myself. Now, um, myself, I'm a very religious person. I know uh, (laughs) one way or the other, uh, don't really matter to me if you are or not. Um, But one thing that you can kind of do in the morning is maybe some prayer, uh, just a little bit of connection with your higher power, whatever the case might be there. Um, As Kobe says, meditation. Now, meditation can be kind of hard for a lot of people. It uh, takes a lot of uh, explaining more than just a simple, uh, quick five seconds here on a motivation mm-hmm. minutes. Um, it, it goes into breathing. It goes into finding your center. It goes into to turning off your mind and stuff that I can go into. And if you guys want to know any, I, I do meditate almost every single day. Um, I have a very specific way that I do it. So if you want any pointers, you guys are kind of looking into maybe, Hey, I, I would like to kind of meditate or I've heard people talk about it before, but I've always think it's kind of goofy or funny. Hey, hit me up in the DMS or shoot me a text. Mm-hmm. I'll, uh, I'll give you guys some good advice. And if you, uh, it, like, cause I've kind of, and Cole kind of got me onto it and I, I just kind of struggled the first couple of times. So don't get discouraged if you can't do it mm. the first couple of times. Yeah. Cause uh, you're just not used to it. Right? Yeah. It, it takes discipline. It takes doing it. But myself personally, I get up at quarter after five every single morning mm. and I spend at least 30 minutes to 45 minutes in quiet, no phone, no sound, no nothing. It is just me and a few daily readings uh, and a journal. And I just kind of get everything out there, which leads me to my next point. 
and is a good, a really, really good place to start. And this is actually how I start started um, on my journey of finding morning stillness and really getting that anchor for my day. I love how Kobe said that, getting the anchor for the day so you can just tackle any problem that comes your way. It's something that I call morning pages. And I'm going to challenge you guys to try and do this. It's super, super easy. And it starts to build the mentality of wanting to get up every morning and take time for yourself before you take time for anyone or anything else. Now, this, these morning pages are very simple. All you have to do, get up in the morning, give yourself 10 more minutes, 10 more minutes than you usually would. How simple is that? 10 minutes. You're telling me you don't have 10 minutes of your time. You're a liar. Get up 10 minutes earlier before you do anything. Before you make your coffee, before you brush your teeth, before you do anything, sit on a chair, sit wherever you're comfortable and have a pen and a paper and just write what's on your brain. Mm -hmm. Just get the thoughts out there, whether it be good or bad, whether it be coming up, um, stuff coming up, whether it be stuff in the past, whatever the case is, just get it out on that paper. And once you're done, the 10 minutes is up, you take that paper, you put it away and you go throughout your day. It helps you to get in that centered mindset, into that focused mindset of, I'm going to take the time to see where myself is at internally and take the time to set myself up for a successful day. Mm -hmm. Now, some closing thoughts on uh, morning stillness. I I cannot say it better than Kobe. Um, I I have G4 classification, as I always like to say, to talk about these things because I do them in my own life. Um, However, if I don't spend the morning, if I, if I wake up late, sleep through an alarm, or I got stuff going on in the morning, if I don't take the time to find my center and connect with my higher power and, and take some time for myself, I am chasing the day all day long. I'm trying to figure out what's coming next and my mind's always spinning and I'm going. And when I take the time in the morning, it slows me down. It brings me to my center. And as I start to get sped up, as problems and challenges come my way, I remember what I read and what I did in the morning. And it brings me back to center and say, ah, these problems aren't as crazy as I think they are. They're not as difficult as uh, these challenges are cooked up in my head. And I can definitely accomplish anything that's in my path today. So very, very important. Uh, morning stillness. I highly suggest that uh, you start implementing in in your life uh, if you want to uh, see some some definite improvement and uh, have some less anxiety, if you will, throughout the day. I mean, it just helps so, so much. And my challenge to you, um, just to get things started, to get the ball rolling, to show yourself that you can and you have the discipline to be able to, start with some morning pages. Start simple, have the morning pages and start to grow and expand, expand the time, expand what you read, expand what you do. And like I said, if you want any advice, you want a little bit of uh, pointers, I do this for you guys. Hop in my DM, shoot me a text. I'm always here to be a shoulder that you can lean on, someone to give you inspiration, motivation, and answer any additional questions off of whatever message I give you for that day. So with all that being said, that is my motivation minutes for this beautiful Tuesday, May 25th, 2021. There we have it, partner. There is episode number 44. As always, anything burning on the brain, melting in the soul, or festering in the heart that you've been dying to get out to these kind people 
that decided to stop by episode number 44 of the Talking the Line podcast today. Ah, I got nothing. Absolutely my, uh, I had some Wi-Fi issues with my computer, so I didn't have my last minute uh, scramble for a random tidbit. Hey, that's all right, my friend. I, uh, <laughs> I'm i used to it at this point. I always like to ask just in case, but I know that old dinosaur of yours over there yes, has... Uh, uh, having some issues today. Has some having problems some from time to time. So nothing to put the cherry on top of this episode Sunday from the partner today. Without further ado, first and foremost, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Let me take the glasses off, as always. Yesterday blew us away. It was our first live episode. We would have never imagined in a million years that we would have got the response that we did. Now, did have a losing day. However, we're turning around. Mm -hmm. It's a big day on the horizon, and you know what the TTL crew does. We cash damn tickets all day long, and if you don't believe us, you can follow us on the Action app yet again and see our numbers mm -hmm. and what we've done trust me we're solid we're absolutely solid but thank you thank you thank you for stopping by for following us for commenting for being in the live chat for your support for your ratings i mean everything 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 you guys are awesome and We've said it before, I've said it before, said it a million times, we'll say it again, we do this for you guys. We are extremely passionate about this, we spend hours and hours of our lives to uh, produce this uh, this content for you guys and bring this to you, but we absolutely love it. We would want to do nothing else, and all of your support is not unnoticed. Trust us. If uh, sometimes we don't get right back to a comment or hit like right away on something, we see you trust us and we can't thank you guys enough outside of that let's wrap this bad boy up ladies and gentlemen degenerates and gamblers far and wide for myself and mags we hope you have a spectacular rest of your tuesday unless you have other plans let's cash some tickets <laughs>